What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. A Dear Media original podcast. We get into an old nail salon show. Nothing we love more. All wild lines. Literally the entire scene of wild lines. They should have opened the scene with a little rattlesnake tail. Literally. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. We've got another episode of Back to the Beach with Kristen and Steven for you. I'm Steven Coletti. I'm Kristen Cavallari. And we are on episode five of season two of Laguna Beach, the real Orange County. It is titled Winter Formal. And whew, it's a doozy. Yeah. When did you say? I have so <laughs> many questions. <laughs> even though it's not, we're doing more episodes in season two than there are in season one. It's kind of this little mid-season finale in a way because... I'm realizing as I'm watching this episode, oh, they reverse engineered everything in the first few episodes of this season to lead up to Winter Formal, just like they did with Cabo, right? 100%. And I feel like I need to like defend Jessica this episode and like fight her fight for her. Like I'm like Mm. riled up. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I was already feeling for her in the last episode. And then this one... Oof. Yeah. I've got, I've got a lot of questions for you as well, because you were there and I'm wondering what you saw. But yeah, this is a big build up point. And I think a lot of those, you know, scenes that you're seeing in the episodes before those dates, the like, who's kind of hooking up with who setting up some triangles, <laughs> but mainly to really set up this Jason and Jessica and Alex M situation. So yeah, let's jump in. I mean, all right. It's described to you guys as it's time to suit up for the LB winter formal and nothing causes more drama than a girl asks boy dance. Drama is what Jason gets when he goes with Alex M and not Jessica, which, what the, how the, who the, how, Kristen, how did this happen? I don't (laughs) know. We need to call somebody because I'm so confused. Alex is sitting here saying she asked Jason before he was dating Jessica, but I, I, I don't understand the politics of that. Even if you did, if someone's now in a relationship, they should be going with their boyfriend or girlfriend. And also I know everything on the show is not real, but they make it seem like Alex asks Jason, obviously in this episode, when they're still fully together, Jason and Jessica. Is this making sense? There's so many names. I no, like, it is. Can't keep I'm, it all so, straight. I'm wondering, because it seemed like it was cemented that they were going together. And that's why I thought like everything we saw in the first couple episodes of the season or the last like three and four must have been through the fall and winter. 
or shot somewhere later on in the year. And then they moved them to the beginning, quote unquote, of the school year, because I thought winter formal was pretty early. It's February. You're saying it's in February. February. So it's a little bit later. And then the thing that really gets me is it's one thing if Alex already did her big, you know, setting up a situation, pranking (gasps) you. Will you go to formal with me? But she didn't because she does it with MTV. So did she already? And, And MTV made her do another ask. Okay, hang on a second. So season one was airing in the fall of 2004, which is my senior year. Your senior year, yeah. So we couldn't have started shooting until probably December. Well, we started shooting in December. For Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah, when actually, I think when everyone came home is actually when we started shooting. because that was the first episode. So Winter Formal is in February. So we really had been filming for maybe a month and a half. Maybe, right? So they couldn't have gotten all of that buildup before Winter Formal. So to your point, no, most of those scenes in the first four episodes are after Winter Formal. So I think my guess is Alex and Jason had agreed to go to Winter Formal whenever in the fall. And then they clearly stuck with that, even though he was in a relationship with Jessica. And then they obviously filmed the asking for the show, right? That's Mm -hmm. the only way I can wrap my head around this. But the fact that Jessica let it happen is beyond yeah. me. <laughs> You're like, Jessica, come on. Jessica, listen think, to me. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't talked about more. And I think this is why you could tell it's kind of the reverse engineering with MTV because it's talked about a little bit, but it should have been like, wait, where's the conversation? Yeah. Of, should I still go with him from Alex? Of like, I, I shouldn't go with him anymore. Is this like a two-week-old relationship? But I think once MTV saw that this relationship between Jason and Jessica was happening and that Alex and Jason were already planning to go to formal together and that it was going to stay that way. And mm-hmm. Jessica was like, yeah, I'll find somebody else to go with. Then MTV was like, all right, here we yeah, go. That's you know, just what we need. And then they're looking through their packets. They're like, wait, so what has Alex M said about Jason? Mm-hmm. Does she kind of like him or are they friends? What are we going to do? How can we really lean into it? Sure enough, of course, Alex uh, has a bit of a crush on him. And then they build from there. As So this is a big build-up point for, for them. And yeah, it's weird that Alex is going through the whole motions of asking Jason to uh, what a formal when she's with Jessica. But I don't know. It looks like it's a sincere thing. Like you don't remember them having to do two asks to formal one that they had already no. done, or one for uh, MTV cameras. Yeah, okay. no, 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 no. It was it was only one, and obviously, I mean, MTV was steering that ship. You know, they knew yeah. this was coming up. They obviously wanted to capture it on camera. I think mm. even Talon said when we had him on that they kind of helped him with his prom ask, and so uh. MTV didn't want to just film some stupid ask. Although I asked Ian in a really dumb way, <laughs> but that's, you know, no one wanted to help me out. <laughs> but, Wait, um, by the way, <laughs> well, I was going to say, where was Sam? That's a great question. I was expecting Sam to walk into the basement of Surf and Sport, Same with and me. it was not. It was not Sam. <laughs> well, even when Talon said that he asked me to prom senior year, I was like, "Oh my god, I don't even remember that." I thought I went with Sam. <laughs> In my head, I dated Sam all of senior year, but apparently, I didn't at all. So I have no idea. I, clearly, my timetables of high school are way off. <laughs> but Ian, I do. Ian Tucker, absolutely love. I even say on the show he was my first friend in Laguna. And Aww. remember I said to you on the podcast, I was like, didn't I ask you at the bottom of surf and sport one time? No, it wasn't you. That yeah. was Ian. So I got, no, again, totally got everyone a little confused <laughs> there, but I knew I did do an ask at the bottom of surf and sport. But yeah, I went with Ian as a friend and he was just always a ton of fun. We had a great night together from what I remember. <laughs> I love you're calling yourself out for your kind of like 
Mickey Mouse ask compare in Laguna sense of of how everyone else would do it for each other. But you're like, all right, I'm gonna hang up this little poster board, and then in the scene, you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna kind of stand here and be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it says we're, we're all so on. ridiculous. Uh, so there's a, a lot of pressure good though coming up with these, you know, elaborate ways to ask somebody. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for the shout out, by the way. You said that I asked you in, in, in some cute ways in that scene as you're throwing streamers around the basement of Surf and Sports to get it set I up. You're like, credit. yeah, Steven asked me some pretty cute, cute ways. <laughs> At least I said something nice, shit. <laughs> Appreciate it. So I think there's a funny scene, very awkward, very MTV. This is where Alex is kind of mocking herself, but after they get out of their boxes, which, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> talent, he's walking up saying like, what do we do? Do we hug them? I do know. we kiss them? We could kiss them on the cheek. Like, And then uh, talent says his box is laughing, which is great. <laughs> and then you've got this little side conversation with Alex and Jason and Alex is like, well, you know, it's okay. You can take pictures with Jessica and stuff. And then <laughs> Jason's like, well, no shit. <laughs> and the, they have this little fight. Yeah. And then Alex hopes that Jason liked what they did. And, he, and Jason's like, yeah, that was cool. And just walks away. <laughs> I know. Jason is so funny. He really doesn't say a whole lot on the show, which when I was talking to him about it and I told him, I was like, you know, we want to have you on. He's like, I'm excited to see it because he said, I feel like I either am a mute or I've been drinking. And then I really am just an animal on the show. He was like, there was no happy yeah. medium, which is definitely what we're seeing. I would say he's pretty accurate on that. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys, we want to take a second to tell you about our good friends at HelloFresh. Have you checked them out yet? Because you absolutely need to. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit, you guys. That's right. You can customize select meals by swapping proteins or sides or even adding protein to a veggie dish. And now you can even upgrade for organic chicken and organic ground beef, which is right up my alley. There you go. Also, HelloFresh's pre-portioned ingredients and easy-to-follow recipe cards mean you can get a delicious home-cooked dinner on the table without all the time-consuming meal planning or prepping. I find that when I'm cooking, half of the battle is just the prep, the planning that goes into it. I normally will write out a menu for the whole week, but sometimes I just want to be mindless in the kitchen and not have to think. That's why HelloFresh is awesome because you don't have to think about anything. It comes pre-portioned out, cut up, ready to go. All you have to do is throw it together and you have a nutritious, delicious meal, sometimes in less than 15 minutes, which as a busy mom is so incredible. I can't even begin to tell you. There it is. Sounds pretty convenient to me. Guys, go to HelloFresh.com slash Beach65 and use code Beach65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash Beach65 and use code Beach65 for 65% off plus free shipping. All right, you guys, we are going to talk to you about Orange Theory. Have you checked them out yet? Orange Theory is a smarter workout for more results. A total body one-hour group workout that combines science, coaching, and technology to guarantee maximum results from the inside out. It's a five-zone heart rate-based workout designed to transform you from the inside out and supercharge your metabolism for more caloric afterburn, more energy, more confidence, and more results. Guys, 12 to 20 minutes in the orange zone, three to four times a week is all you need to start your fitness journey towards a longer, more vibrant life. 
as I've mentioned before, guys, I have checked out Orange Theory. I've done their classes and I really do sign off on what they have to offer there. The real-time tracking that they have, the little monitors they put on you, you can see where your heart rate's at, see when you're hitting that orange zone. And then even better, you can see where you're hitting that red zone, which I try to get to as much as possible. And then you know you're really crushing that workout. And also it's it's just an hour, guys. They have a few different things, whether it's on the treadmill, whether it's rowing, whether it's it's weights. They have all sorts of exercises that the coaches in these studios offer you to push you and have you go through at your own pace, which really helps make that hour go by pretty quickly. So you're getting a jam-packed hour of workout, total body, and I highly recommend you guys check it out. It is great as you're working towards those fitness goals, guys. So if you guys haven't already, please go check out Orange Theory. You get your first class free. Visit orangetheory.com to find a studio near you and book now. Love it or your money back. Ask about their 30-day risk-free guarantee. They know you will love your Orange Theory experience, so they guarantee it. Just take 12 classes during your first 30 days. And if you don't feel like you're living a more vibrant, happier, healthier life, take back all your money and just walk away. There's another funny scene is the girls, you mentioned this in a previous episode, how we would need to list out the names of people who we're going to be with. <laughs> so I think Jessica's <laughs> about to list all the names of everyone in the limo. And you're like, you're going to list all the names? That's like 45 people. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, really? Yeah. You want us to list everybody? Like, come on. <laughs> I think you guys, for those listening and have seen the show back in the day and to be able to watch it now, I think you'd find it really fascinating to understand from what we're telling you now to really be wise to, of course, the editing from MTV and kind of laugh at yourself for buying it in a way back in the day. <laughs> but then also the silliness that we get into as to what Kristen just said, that we're over kind of shooting. And then we understand how they're trying to tee up all this drama and we're laughing at the situation and we know that they're going to use it. So you almost like are trying to say it in a way that like they can't really use it. <laughs> yeah, or but then eventually... they do and then you come off looking like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Or like you mock it and then they come up, they're like, all right, guys, we really need, could you say this? They try to twist it and turn it in a way yeah. so that they still eventually get what they need. Uh, and just to see that little push and pull that's going on behind the scenes, I think you can have a little bit of a better idea of when that's really going on now that you're listening to this and watching along. So anyways, there, another funny moment. <laughs> this girl, Emily, says to Jessica, you're going to have so much fun at formal. <laughs> and Kristen, you genuinely go, wait, wait, why can't I have fun? <laughs> Jessica actually says to you, she's like, well, I'm not going to have yeah. fucking fun, Kristen. That's the whole point. And you're like, oh, <laughs> thought you guys are being serious. <laughs> Just make everything about you, Kristen. <laughs> oh, man. Well, as we get into it, there's this, man, the hair extensions. This was funny because okay. I remember back in the day, is this still a thing with girls? Like a lot, because it was. it seemed like it was a fad or it was super trendy to get hair extensions back in the day. Well, this is, I think, when they kind of really first hit the scene. And this is when people started to oh. get them. And we actually got ours for mm. free. That was why I did it. But no, girls definitely still get hair extensions. I haven't had them in years. They drive me kind of crazy. But I had them in my early 20s on and off. But no, they're very much a thing. Although I can tell you, I hated them. I hated having fake hair in my hair. You can't run your hands through your hair. Like it's just, it's gross. Do what you got to do. And of course, you have to get Taylor getting them too, because why would I get extensions if Taylor didn't as well? <laughs> but then we get into an old nail salon show. Nothing we love more. All wild <laughs> lines. Literally the entire scene of wild lines. 
knew. Looks they should have opened the scene lines. with a little, <laughs> a little rattlesnake tail. Literally. Like spurs hitting wood. Cowboy boots. <laughs> we love our nail salon scenes on this show. That would, again, never normally happen. I never ran into anybody in a nail salon unless there was a camera there. <laughs> it's the saloon in a Western. Cracks me up. There was all sorts of funny looks that MTV edited in there to that scene to make it super awkward. And you've got, I think Alex Emma sitting there kind of lightly clapping her hands and she's feeling herself. She's wearing her sunglasses inside. <laughs> and then you've got Jessica just like, fuck, I hate this so much. But I was, yeah, I was like, ooh, a nail salon scene. Here we go. We love them. But again, if you do not see someone's mouth moving while they're saying something, chances are it's a wild line. This, almost this entire scene was all wild lines. Looks and wild lines. Based off of that scene with Morgan and Christina and Lo and Lauren from the first season that we really love. Yeah. That was one of our favorites of when they're in there shooting the shit. They're trying to see that up again. So yeah, that was cracking up watching this one. But then as we're getting ready for formal, the girls have like makeup artists come over. Yeah. You, would you guys do that? You guys aren't. You guys are doing your own, but some girls... Some girls would. I was like, damn. Yeah, some girls would. It's not in the budget for you know, for me at, at 17 years old. You know what I remember? <laughs> I think it was prom my senior year. MTV wanted to film me getting ready. And I was just like, I think I was stressed out, which which is funny now looking back, like what I was stressed out about, who knows? But I was like, you guys can't film me. Like I have too much going on. And I remember Adam Develo being like, we'll send you a makeup artist and a hair artist. So I was like, no, I don't even want my hair and makeup done. Like that's not a deal breaker for me. I was pissed. So I don't know if MTV had these makeup artists come for the girls or what, but I do know that they were offering it to me for prom. So it's very likely that this could have been an MTV thing. Mm, okay. Well, let's get into the whole winter formal night. By the way, there's a establishing shot of the party where everyone's getting together. And there is a fucking long ass limo that shows up. This Hummer is massive. And then there's this huge party where it looks like I don't even know how you guys all fit in those things. There must have been like 50 people. And I, mean, I guess you were saying well, that when you guys were talking Steven, about it. There was 45 people coming. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> but man, everyone's all hanging out. And then Jessica shows up or Jason shows up. And then it's just the drama just starts immediately. Like there's something from the night before where... Jason left Jessica's house and says that he was going to go home, but then he wasn't home and she was supposed to come over the next morning and he never showed up. I mean. She's like, fuck this guy. But she calls him out right away as soon as he arrives to the party. And I was like, oh no. And it kind of shifted the energy. It set the tone for the whole evening, right? It did. Yeah. And I think it really put Jason off and it made him really not want to hang out with Jessica whatsoever, which we see as the night goes on. So we had our little party at Jake's house, who was one of our good friends. This is the kind of stuff that I love about doing this show is I got to see so many faces that I haven't seen, obviously, in so long. And it really took me back because I wasn't involved in the drama at Winter Formal. I was actually just watching this scene being like, oh my God, there's so-and-so and so-and-so. And that was really fun for me. And then as the night continues, I just really felt for Jessica. And I felt like this was all very real. I mean... MTV got lucky with how Jason treated her in the sense that it made for really good TV. But God, man, it fucking broke my heart for Jessica. It really did. I know. To see the start of the evening go how it does with, you know, she's carrying some feelings from the day before over and she just can't help herself and she wants to call him out like right when she gets there and she wants answers. And the last person who's going to give them to her is Jason. Yeah. And I mean, he's already... You know, at this point, he's throwing a few drinks back and you could tell he's pretty buzzed, just already getting started in the night. And so that's 
the last thing on his mind. You couldn't have somebody who is more over just talking about the drama or being involved in it than Jason. He just wants to go have fun and hang out. That's why he's got a line where when he goes over and takes some pictures with his date, Alex M., he says, come on, let's go somewhere good, which means like, well, it's, and it's him and Alex and they make it seem like him and Alex are going off to the side, which they are, but it's like they're going somewhere off camera where they can drink, yeah, exactly. where they can like take some shots. And it's just adding fuel to the fire for what's going on between Jessica and Jason. And yeah, I, I feel for her. She was in a very bad situation and uh, it's just, it's tough to see it just escalate throughout the night. Because yeah. like you said, you start the night off that way. Like, you know, it's just not going to end well or it can't get good after that. From there, Jason knows like, all right, this girl is not fun tonight. Mm-hmm. I can't be around this because this is going to rain on my parade. So I'm going to avoid her. And in turn, Jessica is going to be heartbroken all night long and expect maybe he'll come up to me and be like, are you okay? But doesn't really. Well, they show a scene where Cedric has a camera so that he can film everybody inside. And it cuts to a few images of everyone inside. Jason and Alex are like grinding up on each other. Again, I mean, that is real because that was Cedric filming, you know? And so mm-hmm. that that was not MTV at all. That is Jessica's boyfriend grinding with his date, which, you know, the whole situation is just honestly really messed up. Yeah, we mentioned it for season, but yeah, MTV obviously could not shoot inside of our prom. So they would give people some little mini cameras. I think... Cedric had a kind of pretty decent-sized one. That thing was pretty legit. Did you see the shot? Oh, really? Yeah, it was a good camera. (laughs) Uh, I didn't see the shot of it. But yeah, yeah, so that's... And Cedric, of course, being Jason's best friend, as we've mentioned, and a good tool for MTV to use, of course, get the conversations with Jason. And, you know, he's a good resource to be able to kind of connect the audience into Jason because Jason was not going to give a whole lot as they're trying to build this love triangle as much as possible. But yeah, look, he put himself in in a bunch of tough spots. You know, he's obviously drinking a lot and his judgment's out the window. He shouldn't even be in this relationship with Jessica. And I think he's trying to avoid the drama by like, oh, I'm not doing anything, I think, directly into hurting her. And I just don't hang out with her all the time. (laughs) Just completely avoid her. (laughs) Which, yeah, which again, this is a decision at that age is obviously a a terrible one. And he wouldn't make that today. But back then, he's trying to avoid the drama of it all and and just trying, I guess, and I think in a weird, sick way, he doesn't want to break her heart. So he's still kind of staying with her. And it's a terrible way to go about it, of course. Yeah. But this is the dumb shit you do when you're 17, 18 years old. Yeah, you want to avoid those hard conversations. You know, the thing is, I really, I got Jason in high school. And I mean, I still, even watching it now, I totally get him in that phase of his life. But Mm -hmm. I mean, he really comes off horrible. He really does. And he is such a great guy, you guys. He's really come a long way. And I'm really excited. We've been saying it the whole season, but really excited to have him on so you can really hear how far he's come. And he really has such a big heart. I mean, he is not this asshole guy that you see on the show. I mean, yes, what he did Mm -hmm. was not nice. (laughs) I'm not going to defend his behavior, but he is so much more than that. There's no other way to say it. Like you were saying, I'm not going to go too much into it because it's not my place and I haven't had this discussion with him. But I think for Jason at this point in his life, you're seeing the beginning of what I knew him as when I lived with him up in LA, which was like, look, he would drink a lot. Yeah. And and I think that whether it's in this relationship with Jessica and having to be involved with the show as well, I think trying to find his way. You know, he's a kid trying to find out who he is mm-hmm. and what makes him happy and not being able to do that and being around a bunch of other kids where you feel like, you're the only one who might not be happy and everyone else seems to have their shit together when, of course, they don't. Everyone's just, you know, hiding their own shit in different ways. You're seeing the beginning of when 
alcohol was a major player in his life and it starts to overtake him and it just will get worse as, as the years go on. And that's why we're saying, look, there is the sweethearted kid there that I think a lot of the girls, that's why you know people dated him and Jessica dated him because there's a sweet guy in there, but he was working through stuff on his own and not handling it the right way at that age. You know, you're seeing a very unfortunate version of himself come out. So yeah, it's tough to see. And you feel for Jessica because the whole night, again, from the get-go, it just goes terribly. And then even at the dance, she's sitting outside. And you do have Jason and Alex dancing at the dance. And I don't know if Jessica or not saw that, but Jason was just doing his thing, trying to have fun, hanging out with everybody. I'm sure he was dancing with a bunch of people. But MTV got that moment. And they're like, all right, like we can use this. Yeah. And again, we're building up to this. And then it all kind of comes to a head at the end of the night where now we've got Jason just passed out in a limo, um, which let me say this. I know how this situation turns out because MTV can't shoot at an after party and they need them to get together at some point and have a conversation. Yep. So I'm sure if Jessica went home at the end of her night, she was done just having a terrible time and Jason was off just having his fun. I guarantee MTV rolled up to whatever party where everyone was at with the limo mm -hmm. outside. And they tried to get Jason to come outside and come sit in that limo. Yep. I'm sure he wasn't answering his phone. So whether or not they got Jason's buddy Cedric to go and, and say, hey, you need to come outside. Or I've seen this happen. Do you remember when if MTV producers weren't allowed somewhere, it's, but somebody would come inside and kind of pulled you out? Say, hey, we need you to come out yeah, and do this. Yeah, because they needed their shot. Yeah. So I think they had the limo roll up somewhere and they got Jason to come out and they're just saying, hey, we just need to have a quick conversation of you and Jessica real quick, just saying goodnight to each yeah. other, right? Just yep. just saying goodbye. He sits in the limo. Now they're waiting for Jessica to probably drive from yeah. her house to where the limo is parked to show up. So he's sitting in there and he's just like passing out at this point. And honestly, I don't even know if he was fully passed out, but he, I'm sure he probably laid down for yeah. a second. Like, fuck, how long do I have to <laughs> yeah, be in here? Yeah, hammered. Where can I get, <laughs> when can I get back to the party? <sighs> And then they have Jessica show up and then that scene plays out where she's obviously extremely frustrated. And he's like, what the fuck you want me to do? And he's he's just drunk. He's not himself. So yeah. I want to be careful of making too many excuses here for Jason because look, we know how far Jason's come and the man that he is today, loving husband and father to his kids. And it's great. But yeah, back in the day, I mean, he just should, should have never been with this girl. And yeah, obviously she should have kicked him to the curb long before because a sequence of a lot of, terrible decisions leads to this moment where they have this unfortunate fight in front of cameras. But that's the thing. I mean, the they had no business being together. And that's what I just, I really don't understand why they were on either side. You know, I don't know mm -hmm. why Jessica wanted to be with him. And I don't know why Jason wanted to be with her. Clearly, it's a very toxic relationship and they <laughs> should have ended it before it even began. <laughs> I'm curious to see where it goes from here because there's so many scenes of you and Alex talking to Jessica and saying like, you shouldn't be with this guy. And of course, they use that all before winter formal, but I'm sure a lot of those conversations happened after winter formal. They had to have. We end the episode with Jason admitting that he does, in fact, like Alex. So I'm assuming from here, there's going to be a breakup with Jason and Jessica. I honestly don't remember what happens. I feel really bad for Jessica. So I'm kind of excited just from a viewer standpoint to see what happens next week. Yeah, there's the scene with Cedric and Jason it's unfortunate that Cedric's saying something about Jessica and that she is very drama-filled or whatnot, which I think is unfair. She obviously did put herself in a tough situation by dating Jason at this time, but she was trying to work through it and obviously wasn't equipped yet 
being young with the tools to be able to handle the situation properly and for that to come off as then she's this drama queen, which yeah. I think is unfair because she's just a girl trying to figure out her shit. I and agree. Cedric kind of calls her, I think, like a whiner and, and says that she's drama at that point. And it's, it's unfair. Jason kind of keeps to himself. He does say, poor Jessica, which I, I do read as that's the first moment that you hear Jason's honesty where he's yeah. like, why the fuck is she with me? Why yeah. is she putting up with my shit? I'm trying to give her every reason to basically leave me, but she hasn't. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he was trying to get her to break up with him because he didn't have the balls to do it himself. Yeah, and I think that's the heart in there. I think I could relate to that. I feel like I've been in situations like that before where you're kind of avoiding confrontation. I knew where this is headed. Like this needs to be broken up, but he just couldn't do that. You just wanted to avoid the really negative confrontational yeah. thing. And so you just kind of carry on <laughs> and it's not healthy. No. It reminds me a bit of what we were kind of going through in the Cabo episode. And now look, it's totally different as far as what happened. But, you know, for MTV to use the situation of what they want to build a lot of season around yeah, and reverse engineer it and then having it all build to this sequence of events on and off camera of decisions that you make leading up to this point, you're not properly handling your emotions and it's going to boil over. And this is what happens. I am so excited to talk to you guys about Haya, which is a children's vitamin brand because it's one of the only ones that I can actually get behind. Did you guys know that typical children's vitamins are basically just candy in disguise? Usually they're filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk that growing kids should just absolutely never eat. That's why Hyo was created, the pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. While most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues, Hyo is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, yet it tastes great and is perfect for picky eaters. I've never had an issue getting these in my three kids. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and much more. It's non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. My kids actually get excited to eat these vitamins. They will come to me and ask me about taking them. So if I forget, my kids always make sure to come to me. That's how good they taste. Okay, you guys, we've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash beach. This deal is not available on their regular website. So go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash beach and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. All right, you guys, we are going to take a second to talk to you about liquid IV, which I think is very important to talk about here because we all know it is important to stay hydrated, right? We all like drinking water, but I think it's also understated how important hydration is to your overall health. You have those days where you're ever feeling a little sluggish, you just feel like a little bit off. Guarantee you a lot of it has to do with your hydration and how much water you're consuming and keeping your body hydrated and the electrolytes that you may need from replenishing yourself from those workouts or whatever you got going on, the stress in your life from work that is causing you to be dehydrated. I know I'm prioritizing my hydration this year, so that's why I use Liquid IV. Their hydration multiplier is the one product that you're probably missing in your daily routine. 
It's just one stick that you can get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. You can have it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, maybe after a long night out or on a long flight. You can grab one of those very conveniently packaged sticks, crack the thing open, pour it in your water, and you are going to be good to go. Also, they've got these great flavors. There's so many flavors to choose from. Personally, I'm going after the watermelon. That's a good one. What about you, Krista? What flavors do you like? Okay, I'm going watermelon also, and I love strawberry. Same thing, though. I love these when I travel. I take them with me. But did you guys know that one stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone? It contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C, with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks, and they're made with premium ingredients. They're also non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. So grab your liquid IV and bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code BEACH at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code BEACH at liquidiv.com. Now, before we get to the ratings, we got to talk about the scene at the very end. So after all of that, and Jason does say poor Jessica, and then we cut to Jessica looking out at the sea oh. from her balcony. <laughs> She's wielding her cat. Yeah, I- <laughs> the one who's loyal to her and loving. I know, it's so sad. <laughs> Gonna shout out the cat that does curl up with her. Aww. Give her the love that she deserves. Poor Jessica. <laughs> the episode should be called Poor Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a drama. Another episode that you are not on, you were mentioned. Mm-hmm. But so, mm-hmm. what's your personal rating? <laughs> Going A+. Plus. Wow, I am not you in did it. it. <laughs> I am not in it whatsoever. There, well, there's two moments. Yep. There is, uh, you give me a little bit of props I mentioned earlier about the way I asked you to our four dances that we went to. <laughs> yep. We went to two formals and two props. <laughs> I think that's a world record. I would agree. So, Love it. <laughs> props to us for that. And let's be real. I think you missed me. It seems like it. <laughs> the next morning, you're like, shit, like, fuck, no one to kiss. Like, yeah. It the was... comfort of having a boyfriend. I mean, you could just admit it. I think you were missing me at this point. I was missing you. If only you would have come mm-hmm. home and come to my dance with me, you know? You know what's funny? What? My do-over is I wish you asked me to win a formal. No! So there it is. Aww. Look at that. If only we would have done that. Damn it. We could have gotten five for five. Uh, we would have extended our world record. Shoot. I was like, what am I going to do for my do-over here? Barely in the episode. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well... Fuck, like Kristen didn't have a really good time. Clearly, she's missing me. So Clearly. <laughs> I wish you asked me to win a formal. Yeah. I wonder what would happen. So do I even get, am I allowed into the dance? Because I'm the creepy college kid at this right. point. Do I just ride in the limo to the dance? And then they say, uh-uh, you are over 18, sir. Yeah, you cannot come in here. I don't know how that works. I don't know. You know what? It's good that I didn't because if, yeah, if that's the case, I actually can't go into the dance, which would be really funny if I did. But I couldn't. And then you guys just catch up with me afterwards. I would just be in the limo, just boozing. You'd be hammered when we that came out. The- <laughs> or, you know, it actually would have been really fun because I would have just kept texting you guys to come out. Like, come, come. I probably would have minute, gone into the dance for five minutes and then I would have come out and just been with you boozing. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. What was your personal rating? Personal, I went B minus. I wasn't mm. really in this one a ton and nothing crazy happened around me. And you did get to see more of my personality, but that's right. nothing amazing. <laughs> Another thing I'll add to my personal rating, a little note I put in here, Alex H. gets some love. 
we've got her making out with a boy in the limo, yeah. which I am all about because I've been rooting for this girl to find herself a man. And so to see her get some action because let's, let's face it, you weren't going to find any good prospects at Dave and Buster's. No, we weren't. <laughs> well, that's funny you bring that up because that was actually my quote was Alex when she's talking about making out with Jeff. And she says, you know, I wasn't trying to make out with Jeff, but I thought, you know, you're a guy, I'm a girl. <laughs> I was like, oh, I love that. <laughs> that's all it takes. <laughs> that's a great quote. What was your do-over? I put my hair extensions. I wish I didn't get hair extensions, but I feel like I should have asked you to win her formal. That really mm-hmm. should be my do-over. So there you go. Yeah. I have my audience rating. I gave, did you give yours? Not yet. Okay. Go for it. You first. Okay. I'm going to give it an A minus because it was really intense. The Jason Jessica stuff really was, you know, my jaw dropped. So I thought it was very mm-hmm. entertaining. What about you? Yeah, it's pivotal stuff for the show and for season two. It's an anchor for it all. So yeah, I give it an A for the audience. We have drama, folks. We have a lot of drama. Mm-hmm. A lot, there's a lot to chew on between Jessica and Jason and, and Alex M. And MTV is able to get the audience to pick sides. And yeah, I think that there's quite a bit for everyone at home watching to discuss among their friends, <laughs> their situations. For sure. What about your quotes? I have a couple from you. You have a couple of great lines in this. And the one I wrote down was, I wanted to kiss somebody, but there was nobody to kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what you say. And I was like, what? I'm like, come on. As Talon says, you can get any guy, Kristen. How did you have no guy to kiss? I just didn't. Where was Sam? I don't know where hot Sam was. We need to get him on the podcast. (sighs) I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, well, I guess I just didn't want to kiss anybody. I was missing you. There you go. That's right. But there's also another funny line, a couple more little notables I put in there. As you run into the limo and you're like, I'm changing. Hope you all don't mind some nudity. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was really great. Oh, my God. And then we'll cap it off with another honorable mention where you're about to drink something and you're like, cheers to the last one or formal. Biznatch. Biznatch. <laughs> there you have Still it. Still got it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, wow. We are off and running in in season two of Laguna Beach here. We've got some storylines to follow. I'm invested. Look, I'm barely in it. This is wonderful for me. (laughs) I'm enjoying watching this because I know everybody. And I don't think I watched these episodes back in the day. (laughs) Thanks for the support. I obviously know those people from going to high school together and kind of get a little insight of what might have been happening after (laughs) I left the school. It was very interesting. So... Let's carry on. I'm looking forward to next week. Yeah, me too. I actually have no idea what to expect next week. So I'm I'm excited to watch it as a viewer as well. I'm invested in the Jason, Alex, Jessica drama. I got to know yeah, what happens. Jason and Jessica can't last, right? They're on borrowed time. This is insane. They should not. <laughs> Do we, like spoiler alert here, do Alex and Jason get together? I think some... so, but I could be wrong. Okay. I, we're going to find right, out. <laughs> well, Find out with us and we'll be back next week for, we'll do episode six of the second season of Laguna Beach. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Look forward to uh, breaking it all down next week. Yeah, baby. All right. Thanks guys. We will (laughs) see you soon. Thanks for listening to Back to the Beach with me, Kristen Cavallari, and the best ex-boyfriend ever, Stephen Coletti. We are so stoked to bring you along on this journey back to Laguna Beach with us. You can find us on Instagram at at Dear Media Studio, hashtag BTTBpod, at Kristen Cavallari, and at Stephen Coletti. 
Got any questions about the show? Give us a call on our Back to the Beach hotline, 1-844-LAGUNA-0. And if you like our show, please make sure you follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Back to the Beach is a Dear Media production hosted by Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Clitt. Our show is produced by Rosalie Atkinson. Post-production by Amanda Vandekar, Michelle Harrison, and Taylor O'Connor. Music supervision by Jonathan Lane. Our theme song is Come Clean, written by John Shanks and Cara Diaguardi. Cover composed by Steve Shebby. And our executive producers are Jocelyn Falk, Paige Port, and Michael Bostick. <laughs>